Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning. Oh, yeah. Smoky and hot. 
Sweaty, because you know somebody grinding on something somewhere. I can't, I can't with it, Jesus. Not today. All right, I know it's a little too much, right? <laughs> but it was like a perfect word. So I was like, I need these words. What is a man? The hell is a man? A full grown man. A full grown man. A full grown man. He knew he was gonna be a man when he was five. You know who's still five? Let's go and bring Ron. How are you doing this evening, Ron? Hello, how are you this evening? I'm good. It's it's great to have you here. It's great to be here. How are you, Amaj? I'm good. How are you doing, sir? Listen, every day above ground is a good one. I ain't never lie. Good stuff. And 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 since you're sipping on some hooch, you could pass some over here because I need a little bit of that hooch. Hey, you know you share hooch because you don't get but two, three swallows and everybody drunk, so it's it's plenty to share. Not to not to go off on a tangent, but I was down in in, in North Carolina this summer, and they had some of that um that shine that they call it. Firewater. Firewater. Jesus juice. The Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and I tell you, they had they they had different flavors, different colors, and they was all in those mason jars. I don't know what it was, but that is the breakfast of champions. Not breakfast. <laughs> they must have had some apple pie or something. They had watermelon, they had mango, blueberry, strawberry, this, that. The third. Then, then in the in the gallon, they had the clear. Oh, my God. That right there, kill you. Well, I'm still here, so it ain't kill me, but it might have did something to my uh, liver. Yeah, your liver, your liver is shriveled. It's the raisin. That's the only thing shriveled on me, Mama. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, was it good even five minutes into the show before the... Mm-mm. We made it see. Just talking about somebody rubbing up on something. You know Imaj gives people permission to rub up on things. <laughs> Damn. That was it. Did he even honk the horn when he put the bus over you? <laughs> no. That's okay. No. You didn't even get a warning. That's not a bus. She will admit to that herself. I will. But who was talking about that? You were using the juke joint and somebody was rubbing on something. I just figured Amaj snapped her fingers and gave somebody the okay. Nobody said it was Amaj. I didn't say it was her knee, but I said she gave somebody the okay. Look how he's trying to clean this up. It's too late. He's trying to say I was at the door and saying, okay, you can go put your ass on him. There you go, and here we are. Go <laughs> ahead. That shit got turned all the way back around on me that quick. That's a professional. You were some professional. That's some professional shit right there. Together. Together. Like, one, two, three, go. Y'all did Ashford and Simpson. That's me and the Ashford and Simpson. I just ain't got the perm. I appreciate that. The effort there. I appreciate that. Oh Jesus! I got okay, so I got a lot of got a lot of uh, feedback tonight. 
uh, when we're talking about manhood, womanhood, lessons, and all this great stuff. Um, so I'm going to share people's comments. I told them already. Do you answer? Do you respond? I'm reading your shit, so don't be sitting over there. I didn't tell her to tell everybody in America. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing. I'm sharing. All right. Start off by welcoming Ron back to the show. Um, we've been on um, paternity leave. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, for Dad, he's he's a a proud new father, and um, so we gave him a little time off to go kiss on the baby and stuff. So he won't, you know, he won't have separation anxiety. His little memory glands won't leak at work. You know, all those things that happen. Oh, whoa, 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 um, whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, I've got not no goddamn memory glands. What's that about? Hey, hey, hey! I'm just saying, equal. Everything's equal. Everything is not what, equal. All right, see, that right there, that leads us to this whole manhood, womanhood thing. Things are not <laughs> equal, but they're equivalent, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Um, like, manhood things, and womanhood. They, not, me, no, no, I, I need to get that exact. I said it wrong. No, I said it wrong. I, I said it wrong. Okay. I said it wrong. They're not equal. Okay, give it to they're complementary. Equal. You need you need one to have the, like it's kind of more of like you need one to have the other. Exactly, they complement each other. You can't have mm-hmm. up without down. You can't have hot without cold. You can't have you no. Know I'm saying night without day. You can't have manhood without womanhood in its purest form. I'm glad you said in its purest form. I mean, you can be. He, you know what I'm saying you married to somebody he, and then he they die. Take on that. Listen, the words that I speak are mine. They don't represent nobody or no thing. If you want to co-sign, you are more than welcome to. You should because I'm speaking a whole lot of sense. But um, my, my my whole thing is that, you know, one of them sharpens the other as the other sharpens the first. Hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, we, we paused. That was that dramatic pause to let you... Further elaborate your point. You didn't take it. Well, I mean, I'm I'm one of them that that deals with the the Aboriginal or the Afrocentric way you look at things of complementarity. And Mm. without a man and a woman, you won't have a child. You know what I mean? To get to a certain. I've co-signed that piece. Okay. Okay. I've co-signed that. To get to a certain. To get to a certain level, to get to a certain status or, or stratosphere, you need that person next to you to complement you to get to that next level. And okay, that's how you I build mean, the nation. Okay, so I can co-sign a little bit of that. Why don't you co-sign? I don't not co-sign anything, but I feel like if I say, yeah, I co-sign all day, you're going to say something in a minute, then I'm like, accept that shit. Well, then wait for that minute to come and stop being so damn confrontational. That's the nature of this right here, what we have. 
because I can't lie. trust you. I can't trust you not, not to me. say shit that I'm like, you got me caught up. I should have never, I should have waited. I should have waited for the punchline because now I am the punchline. That's kind of what so I you know it's coming. It's definitely coming. I'm not going to be it. I'm not going to be it. You'll have to use Iman for this one. I'm not going to be it. What? Wait a minute. Why are you? Okay. Well, Imaj, when you think of what, what womanhood is, what, what I mean, is there certain foundational things that you have to have to be a woman? Is there a certain template? Is there a certain roadmap to womanhood? What, what do you think? Um, this roadmap, I mean, that you speak of, it, it, it's there. It has, it has to start somewhere, really. Um, and it does start with womb um, for a woman. So some situations are not purely, what you said earlier, are not purely um, that. But it does have a foundation. It starts, as you know, as we are little girls and we're learning about ourselves and things that we need to know about ourselves and our functions because our functions are a little bit different than a man's function. So we have those things that we have to learn as we get older, you know. So, um, yeah, you caught me off guard. I was watching TV. See, Shamal, that lets you know she need to dock her pay. She ain't paying attention. <laughs> no, I was watching. Okay, so listen. Listen, I have the Khalif Broader story, like, on really low, and I'm reading the caption, so I apologize. I'm not watching you know, junk. You thing called a pause button. You know you can pause these things, right? Um, I can't well, record them. No. No. She's doing both. She's doing both right now. I'm multitasking. Leave me alone. You are a woman. Here you roar. Yeah. Women, women learn part how to multitask early in life. Ah. We learn how to. We learn how to do that early. Oh, so so not to not to go on a, a tangent, but to go back to touch on something that nobody else knows what we're talking about, but us. So you telling me so you can commit to two different things at one time. Is that what you're telling me? Don't agree with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That that conversation, I still stand behind what I said in that conversation. So, <laughs> so don't even try to pull me in. I still stand beside the words that I said. I said them. I'll repeat them <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, he tickled his damn self. He is so tickled on it because that's what he does. I told you, I told you, you were being set up for the ultimate punchline. And he always tries to get back to stuff that he wants supported. Nobody supports that shit. No, Ron, you cannot have 15 wives. It's not happening. Uh-uh. Nobody's going for it. No, not, not, not today. Try again. Say no more. So I'm going to take a, a second and say hello to uh, Johnny Frost. It's nice of you to join us. Glad to see you watching and listening. Um, we're just doing a little bit of winding down over here. Um, and that's what we're doing Wednesday. So glad to see you, sir. Um, 
So, okay, Ron, since you are the closest thing that we have to remain on the air with us. Um, okay. So talk to us about manhood. One of the questions that I ask is what lessons you had to learn coming into manhood. Like, if you look back over those days, like, you know, 60 years ago when you were coming into your manhood, what can you say was something that was really important that lasted a long time, that lingered? Like, that lesson was good. I used that lesson a whole bunch of times in life. What was that for as a man? That maybe, maybe it's not, again, gender-specific, but let's compare. That's a rough one, something that I learned as a child that I took into manhood that helped me with that. I would say um, I would say stop eating potato chips on the phone line, but after I said that. <laughs> I, I was moving my microphone. I'm really not eating anything. I promise I'm not. I don't eat after a certain hour. Be quiet. Stop oh, my it. gosh. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Um, God, I would say hey, just to you know, be be who you are and what you are. Be true to you. Um, okay, that's one thing. I mean, because I've learned long, long time ago, can't nobody do what I do. Some some people could do things worse. Some people could do things better, but nobody can do what I do. So be true to you, because that person you look in the mirror, you got to see them for the rest of your life. People come, people right. go. I was born alone. I'm going to die alone. In the meantime, in between time, I'll be all right. Um, but right. that being back when I was in NY, I was a part of a organization called the Sons of the Chariot. And me and a good brother named Wayne Sewer, a couple of other brothers um, in my organization, we started, we didn't start, but we took on the 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 job of resurrecting this part of our fraternity. And what it was is it was for young men, 7 to 17, and we would give them foundational skills in manhood. And the idea was I can't give you what manhood is because each man comes to that conclusion on his own, but I can give uh-huh. you certain foundations that need to be there. So, the analogy we would use is I give you the Christmas tree and you got to decorate it yourself, but you got to have that tree. So you got to have certain things to be a man. You got to be able to protect your family as a man. You, you, you have to be able to earn and preferably have multiple streams of, of earning of income. You got to be able to, to teach. You got to be able to lead. These things you have to be able to do, you, you have to be able to read. You have to be literate. You know what I mean? There's certain things that you have to be able to do because without you doing those things and being able to do those things, you can't raise your children. You can't lead the nation. You can't support your woman in the way that you should. So, I mean, now, don't get it twisted. Right now I'm in Virginia talking about New York. So if I drive to New York, there's nothing wrong with that. If I take public transportation to New York, there's nothing wrong with that. If I fly to New York, there's nothing wrong with that. So we realize there's multiple ways to get to the same destination, manhood being that right. destination. 
So there's multiple ways to get there. So one way is not right. There, 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 there are men who are outgoing. There are men who are reserved. Both of them are still men. You don't have to be one way to be a man. And I think sometimes we get caught up and think that this is manhood. No, but that could be manhood too. You know what I mean? So, so it's not my job to tell you what a man is, but I can let you know, being one, that there's certain things that you have to do to get to that to that end result. Hmm. And is it, okay, so so in that process of of mentoring, did you feel like what worked for you in, in the time period that you were coming of age? Did those tactics or those lessons, were those lessons, like, universal? Or was it different because of the time period that you're talking to, the children you're talking to now, the the young men you're talking to now? Did you feel like that was something that changed because of the time period? Or was it the same lessons that you were told, uh, the same resources that you used, you were offering them? The more things change, the more things stay the same. I mean, so, I mean, there are certain twisted things that weren't around when I was a young man. There are certain twisted things that are going to come in a few years that we're not going to see coming that's going to change for those who are infants and, and, and toddlers now and not even born. So things divert from where they necessarily started from, but that don't mean that they're different. It's just, you know, it's just it's just a change of things. So I'm I'm not the most, you know, biblically trained scholar in the world, but there's a scripture that says as a as a child I did childish things and as a man I had to let go of those things. And I hear what you're saying, but how can you relate to those children if you let go of those things? You know what I mean? You still have to hold on to them. Now, just because you hold on to them, I mean, you have to use them. You can keep it in your back pocket, but don't let go of them. Hold on to them because you have to be able to relate to the youth. So we got to remember, even not to go off subject, but like with this, the, 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 the hip-hop music that's out now, people say, oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. I, nobody can't understand what they're saying. But you know what? When I was coming up, they didn't understand what we were saying. And when we realize that it seems different, but it's really from the same place of not wanting to be what your parents were in this culture, because, you know, we we don't really have one. If we had a culture or rites of passage where it was a a, a direct line from grandfather to father to son, then grandfather and, and, and grandson would be more alike than different. So, I mean, yeah, there's certain things that's changed, Excuse me, there's certain things that look a little different, but they haven't really changed. You have to still do certain things, whether it's the 1800s, the 1500s, the, the 20 B.C., 20 A.D. It don't make a difference in some instances. I mean, and I, I'm stopping you because I know once you get on your soapbox, I mean, you know. I actually stopped myself, up. actually. I actually stopped myself. You didn't stop me, but sure, you can have I did. No I, I, I did. I mean, I, I did. I did kind of stop you because I started talking. Now, whether you actually stopped, that was um, manners or not. I don't know if you have manners, but 
Anyway. You see, that word comes with man, right? Man-ers, man. Not woman-ers, it's man-ers, woman. Who teaches you man-ers? My bad. Your mama. Your mama. So (laughs) we just don't have to have credit for everything. So we allow y'all to call them that. So y'all are using damn things. That's what it is. I'm telling you. When the mind was like, woman starts with womb, you ain't stop her. Woman starts with womb. You ain't had nothing to say about that slick shit, though, right? That was nice. I like that. That was good. (laughs) Oh, that's how she had a little, she just giggled a little. She didn't really have too much to say. Okay. I didn't. I didn't get, that's what I said. You <laughs> said that's what I said. And I said that's what I said. You see, he does a good image impression. That was pretty good. Really? Okay. That's fine. Really? Okay, so. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so, me, what was one of the lessons that you learned that you kind of carried throughout womanhood as you entered? Hmm. One of the lessons. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we already know about the lessons my mama told me about wearing girdles and whatnot, so we're not going to talk about that on a fashion standpoint. Um, oh, no. <laughs> She'll that for like you know, I'll say that for later. Definitely what Ron said in the beginning of being your own person, make your own decisions, be exactly who you are. If you can't be the person in your skin, then there's no need to be. Um, I learned I learned that a little bit later. I didn't learn it, like, at the beginning. I learned it, like, that high school um, life where you kind of coming into your own person. Um, so definitely be your own woman and have a brain for yourself because not everybody is going to – not everyone is your friend. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is there to, you know, have this journey with you. Some people are going to get left behind because you're going to grow and they're going to – they're not. So, right. and it's okay not to have a multitude of friends to go along. If you got your one friend that you can say, this person has been my friend since I was in the fifth grade, mm-hmm. and y'all can go through life and stay that way, it is absolutely all right. Because not everybody is built to be on this ship and go. Some people going to fall off, jump off, get kicked off, everything. She said yeah. multitude. That's a that's a big word. That's a big word. Did he just say that was a big word? Yes, he did. Really? That's nice. That's multi-celebrity. Okay. Well, are you done? Yeah, because you stopped me. Yeah, you stopped me again. Again, that's that's what I do. I stop you. That's, I'm the you stopper. Okay, so um, I'm going to share mine. Okay, sure. You I'll share mine. I think the lesson 
that the lesson that I learned that I can kind of carry through womanhood would be that my me depend on anybody else's idea of me. Mm, that's a good one. You know, and, and and my mom did a good job of of never making the things that I did feel somehow different from other people, even though they were. Because I have, I was my own individual person. I was not like my sister or my brother. Um, but she never made me feel like that was weird. She never. Even when my siblings teased me about things that I did that was different, my mom never made that, like, the joke of the family or, you know, she just, you know, she supported those things because those were the things that were uniquely me. So um, I carried that because I realized now I needed that because that's what makes me have my unique voice in various dealings and be okay mm-hmm. with it. because. I learned that everybody's not going to agree with the shit you say. Even if you think, oh, my God, I have a great idea. Let me share this with y'all. And you tell that group of people that you feel is supporting you, and they're like, the hell she's talking I'm not doing that. You know, and, and they mean it. They don't agree with it. They don't see the vision because the vision is yours. And sometimes that's scary. And I've seen people who cower because they're used to being part of the the followers or the the yes people and so to have something that is uniquely theirs and no one else supports it kind of scares them. So Imaj, did she just say the same shit we said but different? There you go. No. She, she, she said the same shit we said but different. It's, is that the clear one? Is that the clear is that the clear one? Blueberry. Blueberry. It t- it tastes like hate, doesn't it? Drink it. <laughs> he must be drinking that one that tastes like Gatorade. So yeah. gotta change some letters around. Yeah. Okay. That's All right, let me ask you a question. That's... You deal with a lot of young oh, women you? coming. You deal with oh, a lot you? of young women, right? Me? You deal with a lot of young if you listen to the rest <laughs> of the question, you know who you is, <laughs> god damn it. You deal with a lot of young women right now, whether it's in your There's organization or whether it's There's in, two in, of in your job. I'm just assuming it's me. I'm sorry that you said what? I missed it. I, I'm all right, I'm going to start again. I'm going to bring it down. I apologize. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, temper my, my voice. Take some of base passage. Your voice, come on. Yes. So, Miss Moore Books, you deal with <laughs> a lot of young women currently, whether it's in your organization or whether it's in your day-to-day, you know, on the plantation. So when you look at these women, these young women, these girls, what exactly do you see that they just don't get about womanhood? Wow. When I, when I deal with them, I see, um, and I think it definitely is environmental, but I'm in the area that I'm in dealing with young women. I see two things that definitely are forced to work either try to work with or against. One 
is they are very heavily into pop culture. And pop culture is about uh, capitalist ideas. They just want to make money, so whatever sells. And when I say pop culture, I'm talking that's their social media. That's also the latest rap beef, who got on what clothes, that, all of that, that's part of it. But that second element that um, is in effect is um, their parenting. And because of where I am, their parenting is almost um, the younger ones, the ones that I'm dealing with, like, now. Their parents have these um, entitlement ideas, especially the ones that are underexposed and all they know is this suburban area that they were born into. Um, they are... They are really, they feel entitled, but they feel entitled in such a way where they've not worked for a lot of things. They've not been affected by a lot of things outside of their communities. And so they're setting their children up for very tough roads because that entitled mentality begets an entitled mentality and then lack of exposure definitely cripples their ability to even critically think. So that's what I see is is a big deal for me because I'm not going to say that as a a younger person, because I'm young right now, but younger, when I was younger. I'm not going to say that. I'm not, no, shut up. I'm not going to say that I wasn't into my pop culture, but because of the environment that I came from, and the realities that I live, I had the ability to decipher between what was reality and what was reality TV. You know, I knew the difference because when I turned off my TV, things didn't look the same in my world. If I could watch TV at that time, if the lights were on, you know, it's the different hardships that I experienced based on what I might watch on TV or what the lyrics might say in a song. I lived a life of exposure to various things. That changed um, my perception, and I didn't buy into um, some of the capitalist ideas that were being pushed in my pop culture. So that's the difference. And I'm sure that there are some children in the environment that I came from that suffered some of the things that I suffered that don't buy into all this stuff either. But the ones who are buying into it, that's what I'm working against. The ones that talk about getting a, a butt job at 12 years old, the ones who talk about how much their weave costs versus how much somebody else's weave costs. Um, I mean, these are their concerns. Like these, these are the things that they beef about. And that's a privilege to me. It's a privilege to beef about that because, there's some kids your age that that is the last thing that's on their mind, and they know that they save their fight for something that is so much more important than that. So, I don't know, that's my answer. That was a long one, but that's my answer. Okay, so now that being it, and this is, and not to, you know what I'm saying, be a moderator or nothing, but I, this is very curious to me. Um, oh, you're so entitled. This is our show. What, and both of y'all are mothers, two young women. What do you see is the way to resolve that issue? 
what do you see like like how because we again biblically they said they will be led by a child. That's that's the way they're saying the scriptures, right? But ain't no goddamn child leading me. You know what I'm saying? As adults we must lead the children. So us being leaders of our children and children in our okay? community. Is it okay to use the G D word when you're talking about God damn, God is a title, not a name. So when people be talking about using God's name as ain't no God is a title, it's not a name. Okay? And 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 damn Ooh. I is it thing? I, I will seen. not I will not go to hell because of Jesus. I I see things coming from his um antennas over there. You okay? No, not seeing See, the first step in knowledge is calling things by their rightful name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until uh, until you can call a duck a duck, you don't know what a damn duck is. If you're calling a duck a cow, then you're a fool. You know what I mean? you got to call things by their name. So if <laughs> they don't use the Lord's name in vain, that's not the Lord's name. That's the Lord's title. If that's how you believe in your, you know what I'm saying, your spiritual beliefs. You, you, for to, to to say that that's I mean this is off topic so I don't want to go down that, that is, road because y'all But as I was saying, we must lead our children. We we you know are at a certain status of our life and stage of our life where we must lead them. So what do y'all think we could do to 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 lead these young ladies so that they don't fall victim social media to the trappings of 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 whether it's television, whether it's radio. Well, they don't got very many magazines no more, but magazines, whether it's the conversations the that's being had. The capitalist agenda, that's what it is. Yes. The Western civilization, if we want to go a little deeper with it, how about that? Mm. What do y'all think we okay. can do to, 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 to help these young ladies? I know one of my one of my missions is exposure. I don't think they get enough exposure beyond where they their feet can carry them or where their parents might take them. And if their parents are not into those things, they don't take them very far. So I think exposure is definitely um, one of the ways to ward off some of that because I can't sell you pipe dreams if you know exactly where I bought the pipe and mm. that it's not like as, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I just, I think they, they lack it, and and that's how society feeds off of it. Specific, though. Be specific. Specific. What is in my in my uh, idea? What is exposure? For me, exposure is for them to. We call them field trips, <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I need for them to see things. I, I need for them to see. Because uh, even when y'all tease me, I need them to see the vastness that is still kind of small of what America is. Um, because some of them never get out of this area. So they don't even know, um, they've not seen a boardroom for real. They've not seen, I, I, want, to, I, want, to, I want to expose things that they think they know, but they really don't. I, I would love to take them on a set of a reality show so they can see how it's scripted. Yeah, that's scripted. 
Um, but then while we're here, let's talk about some of these executive positions you can have where you don't ever have to get in front of a camera and be a buffoon for a dollar. And you pay, you make more than they do. I mean, I just I need for them to know that the small little box that they keep trying to put them in and say this is how you make a lot of money by doing all these things that either are against um, your self-worth, compromise you, you morally, you know, those are not your only choices. And the only way to do that is to let them actually get a chance to see. I always ask myself, what's the difference in my 12-year-old group of girls here and the 12-year-old group of girls that are in other areas that are more affluent and uh, more diverse populations? And why do does one group succeed over another? And you got to look at what that daily understanding is. Because sometimes for us it's not the money in the areas that I'm, that I'm in. It's not always the money. It, it has to be what they see. If, if my parents have two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, and that's how we make our money to buy these expensive shoes that I don't need, versus another girl whose parents works one job and makes that money, and I go to work with my parents, and I get to see how that money is made, and I get to see all the opportunities in this building that my parents make this money in, that just changes my idea of what work is. And I just think that that's something that some young ladies miss out on, or or even the the number of jobs. What can I be? I think sometimes they get limited. I've heard um, students talk about just, you know, working in a supermarket, and that's what they're going to do. And it's like, you can do so many more things than that. Why would you only want to do that? But they see that from what they see, their parents have the lifestyle that they have by doing that job. And so maybe that's not a bad job. They respect their parents, so it's not a bad job. So I just, I don't know, I, I need for them to see some more reality so that they can stop buying a fake one. That's what I need. I, I, want, to have, I want to give them more choices. You know, every mm-hmm. every child is not necessarily going to be um, college. Not, I'm not even saying college material, but interested in college. So what else can I do once I graduate from this educational system? I, I want them to. Because this is a generation that needs to be able to work for themselves because they do lack respect for authority. They do. Mm. And if if that is one of the measures that I can use to oppress you, then they need to be with be outside of that system because it, it, it being able to comply is a, a means of me keeping you oppressed and you don't know how to work within that system to do what you want to do. Then we we're going to have to teach our children how to work in their own system so that they can't necessarily be oppressed by that one because they don't know how to function in it. That's what's okay, up. so I'm now answering. I'm just talking. You are very positive <laughs> because the thing that I was thinking, I was like, you're looking at showing them the positive side of things, and that's definitely what's up. I, I, I co-sign that. But I was looking at the other side. Like, there's, 
there there was a recent um doctor um some time in jail recently and he was giving women butt injections. Mhm. To get them, to get their butts big. And this dude was putting everything from fix a flat to cement and 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 the doctor was a man that looked like a woman and had did it to himself to give I'll himself a big mm-hmm. and I think sometimes whether it's whether it's showing them the like that scared straight model that they have i i I co-sign that because sometimes you gotta show people, yeah, yeah, you think that looks good. But look what happens when it goes wrong. And when mm-hmm. it goes wrong, ah, when it goes wrong, one of your favorite stars, Nicki Minaj, her butt pops. You know what I mean? When it goes mm-hmm. wrong, things are, are are changed for the worse for the rest of your life. So now you're dealing with a lifetime issue for something that was just looking good for a few years, for a few months, something mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. Whether it's showing them, oh, I want to get this, these colorings in my hair. And there was a documentary, I forget the name of it, but what they did was they showed cadavers and they would peel back the scalps of dead people, of dead oh, women. Yes. And, and show I mean, and what what it looked like underneath. Exactly. It was all like different colors, green and all kinds of colors underneath you and that's leaking into your brain. And that's your affecting brain. the way you your brain, you know, and, and, and I mean, if they've seen, yeah, it looks good this week when you change and you got green and then two months from now you got red and then you got blue, and, but that's affecting you somehow. When you're putting all these chemicals and things into your body, whether it's your head, your butt, your lips, your, your breasts, whatever it is, and I know a, a woman I used to work with, she ate brown rice and did squats, and her ass popped out. I was like, I looked at her one day. I was like, yo, you, 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 you. She started laughing. I was like, well, you, 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 and I'm like, squats and brown rice did that for you? She was like, brother, you have no idea. I said, I don't know your man happy than a motherfucker. But that's a natural way to do this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, you're going to have everybody listen to so go get some brown rice and do squats. <laughs> do your squats. There you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and, you know, this is another uh, concern I have, too, with the generation that I deal with. Scare tactics don't work on them. You know, very rarely do scare tactics work on them. Telling them, you know what, you know, you'll shoot your eye out. That shit don't work on them. They want to see, well, you know, if I do shoot my eye, I'll just go to the hospital where somebody, I mean, they, they come up with all of this. And it's like, man, I remember till I was a certain age, my mama could tell me something could damage me, and that was all I needed to hear. Like, I'm not doing that, but not for this group. Right, but it's different from hearing it than seeing it. To actually see somebody who don't have an eye and see the pus in there and see the hole in their eye, you know what I'm saying? Like, telling somebody you could shoot your eye out is one thing, but showing them a shot-out eye 
It's something totally that's, and that's different. That's where we are. And that's where we are. And and it, you know what it is, honestly, is the the sensitization of our children. That's what it really is. They are. It's sad because they're overexposed in the worst way. You know, yeah. because I mean, that's just like they can turn on their Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, and and see someone their age. Commit suicide, right there. Mm. I watched it. It wasn't. It wasn't gross. It wasn't gross. All that stuff that my mom said was gonna happen if I try to hang myself didn't happen. I didn't see all the convulsions and all that stuff. That she just jumped off the tree. She hung herself and she died, and it was nice and easy. Yeah, but that's it's, just. It's a like they're not it. scared of anything at all. It's, but it's, I'm saying that, that takes the fear out for them. It's like, oh, I didn't see no demons come and grab the body down, or you know, all those scare tactics that I used to work. You know, your parents would say, oh, that that's automatic sin. You gonna go to hell? You know, you be like, oh, my soul. That don't work for them. That now, don't work see, for them. I hear what you're saying, and and and, and to a certain point. I could I could agree with that, but what I know is they don't know that that body shitted on themselves when they hung themselves. They don't show that part. Right. They don't show well, that their mother they is don't not show the it because they watching it on live. I mean, it was just like the the gang rape of the the young lady. They watched that shit on live. They watched that the horror on that baby's face, and no one called the police. There were forty viewers. You. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm saying is there's levels to this shit. So yeah, you see that this girl gets gang raped, but did you see that dude number two who went into her had syphilis? So now dude three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten got syphilis as well as her. Know what I'm saying? And do you see what this syphilis is doing to you? And do you see that? Know what I'm saying? This this child who committed suicide, their mother, their brother, their sister, their auntie, they all depressed for this amount of time. I mean. If you show them just the top layer of things, yeah, it may not scare them. But if you show them a deeper layer and a deeper layer and the consequences to things that happen, yeah, it may not scare them to be straight. But now, like you said, they have that experience in their mind, just like that boardroom experience. Once you show somebody, you can't unsee things. That's the one thing you can't do. You can't unsee things. So once you see something, you can't unsee that trauma. You can't unsee those consequences. You can't. So now, if you go ahead and you still do that, knowing that these are the consequences, then you know what? This may sound harsh. Maybe your ass ain't meant to be on this earth too long. Fuck you, little bastard, little heifer. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to be that 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 that. He said maybe this is harsh. No, that was really harsh. <laughs> that was some harsh shit right there. Maybe you need to be the example to your friends. You know what? Um, um, Millicent was the dingleberry of the group, and she went out and she did A, B, and C, and now she she gone. And then you see Millicent's sister and her brother. Maybe Millicent was meant to be that warning. Maybe she was meant to be that example to show you. So you know what? Maybe you deserve to be dead if you go do stupid shit time and time again. That may sound harsh, but you know what? Everybody can't live. <laughs> He said everybody can't live. We got to have some MFs that's going to die. Okay. Well, that was a encouraging joke. Yeah, I was talking to this young brother, and I told him, I said, yo, you know, 
So enjoy, and, and, and I played myself when I said this. I, 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 I saw it coming, but he opened my eyes to something. He said, I said, Yo, you know, selling drugs is going to lead you to jail or dead. He said, well, we all die anyway. So if all I got to do is escape jail, then I'm good. I'd rather escape jail than escape hunger. And I was like, you know what? He got a goddamn point. You know what I mean? We all go die anyway. So you're telling these children, oh, if you do this, you go die. Yeah, you know, we go die anyway. I might as well die doing it. But living and dying are two different things. So that goes to your point of showing them how to live. So I get that. You know what I'm saying? Showing them how to live a better life. But sometimes uh-huh. you got to show them the negative, too. Those, that's that compliment I was talking about before, the yin and the yang. You got to show them the positive and the negative sometimes. And I'm just yeah. a motherfucker to show them the negative. There's the positive I'll, I'll and con- there is the negative. I'll be confirmed with you when I need some more negativity. Um, just stay available to me. Um, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Ron, things are sailing along too smoothly. These kids are happy. Give me some shit that can break them down. I'm going to call That's you. That's going to break their self-esteem down. I need to break their ass down. They are too happy. They think life is good, and they can be anything they want to be. And I need to show them that outside of anything you want to be is to be this motherfucker right here. So where can I find that motherfucker at? That's what I'm, that's what, when I call you, have answers for me, Ron. If that is my contribution to society, then I will do that. Say no more. Segway, because all right, I was saying before that you have to be able to do certain things to lead your community and things of that nature, right? So I'm listening to a um a brother online a little earlier, and I want everybody to listen. And if you got a second right now, get you a pen, type it in your phone. I'm about to give you something. And he was talking about how many sisters have gone missing in the last two years. In the last how many years? Two years. Two, okay. Um, did he say two or did he say ten? I think he said two. But let's just go with ten. Let's go with ten. Let's go with ten years, right? That's still too and many. <laughs> the New York Times did an article saying it was like 1.5 million, close to 2 million, between 1.5 and 2. New York Times. Wow. Right? And that's being abducted, slave trade, killed, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of different things. He's a little queen, sisters. And what he was saying was, it's 40 million of us in this country, right? If 2 million has gone missing and we got 4 million incarcerated, that's 6 out of 40 incarcerating us and they ain't going to stop taking us. So what they did was they got like a, a black amber alert where we could, you know what I'm saying, Look out for these sisters. Look out for these, 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 these princesses and these queens that are being taken, right? So what he did, what he said, they have something called Candace. K, with a K, K-A-N-D-A-C-E, Candace. So you can get Candace alerts on your phone. 
So what what we should do is those who are listening to us right now, and, and, and you can put this online, or and those who are listening to the archives, text the number three, text the number Candice, excuse me, text the name Candice, K-A-N-D-A-C-E, to 323-307-7461. So that's text Candice, K-A-N-D-A-C-E, to 323-307-7461. And that'll give you alerts on these sisters that's missing. So hopefully we can stop them before they get taken to Azerbaijan or or, or, or Ukraine or or Mexico or wherever the hell they're taking them or killing them or or having them in their basements like that bastard did out there. I think it was Ohio or somewhere like that. And if we do that, one, that's helping solidify our manhood and our womanhood of taking care of them. But two... What that also does is that helps these young women be able to reach womanhood so that they can be the foundation of our society and our community and our our, our, our culture. So I and definitely... That, what was that phone number again? Make sure I have it correctly. All right. So we're going to text Candace, K-A-N-D-A-C-E, to 323-307. 7461. And that'll keep us in the loop of when some of our little queens go missing so we can keep our eye out at that little rest stop. We can keep our eye out at that gas station. We can keep our eye out in that strip mall or whatever it may be so that we can help bring some of these young ladies back or not let them get taken. And and, and, and things like that is what I'm, listen, I'm nobody's example of ultra manhood, right? But if we and I don't do our part, children, and and, 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 and and keep them safe and educate them, then what the hell are we doing? Then you ain't no man and you ain't no woman if you ain't doing those things. So, I mean, I, I ran across that earlier today, and, and, and I, I wrote it down. I already, you know what I'm saying, text the name. I got the little... um reply back and then tells you to put your email in so you can get more information and then it gets sends you another text. So it's, it, 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 it's definitely something that's something we need to support. It's similar to a, to an Amber alert, but it's more detailed and things of that nature. Thank you for that. Very welcome. It's just nothing like uh, sharing knowledge. Okay. I don't know if you brought I think that was that whole um, Bring us down thing I think you brought us down a little bit Thanks Ron um, yeah, I think it just Got really real Really quickly So I just posted that um, That is on my page So text Candace To that number So that we can keep an eye out For hours um, Because if you go ahead and research some of that Amber Alert stuff, you'll know that we need our own. <laughs> we need our own. And that's just me. That's just me talking. That's not the thoughts of the entire Wind Down family. No, but it is. It is. It is. It is. It's 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 Wait till we wait till we agree on that. Come on now, man. Them them Amber Alerts is not for our babies. Oh. 
Um, I wanted to read something that I found interesting. Let me see if I can find it. Because I posted. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah, your mama can read. I can read. We learned, you know, together. Who taught you octagon? <laughs> I've been trying not to talk about Ron's people. I've been trying not to talk about his people. But when he does stuff like that, I I really want to shoot him. And so I, I really want to pull out the yo mama. Person. I want to pull out the yo daddies. I want to shoot him when he does that. Be the bigger person. That's what you learned in your womanhood. You know, be a bigger person. Right. Right. I, I can't be. And he can't tell me what to do. And he can't make me do nothing. You're right, Iman. I got to be right. You know mm-hmm. what? Not to cut you off before you read, but that's a lesson we need to teach these children also. The only thing you have in this world are your thoughts and your emotions. I could take your hair. I could take your arms. I can take your money. I can take anything. Your thoughts and your emotions have to be given. We need to learn how to hold on to those sometimes. Don't just tell every motherfucker what you're thinking and how you feel. It ain't necessary. Don't just go on and go off on your your, your tangents and things like that. I, I think some of our children need to learn that also. Your thoughts and your emotions are the only thing that have to be given. Everything else can be taken from you. But those are the things you have. You got to hold on to those and value those. You're so right. Back to Audrey. So one of the questions that I um, – did I just cut it share um, I asked was, what is one lesson you want your children to learn entering into woman or manhood because sometimes what you want your children to learn is totally different from what you learned. And this one kind of stuck out because I, I, I want to talk about this because then that says something about the generation that is then teaching them. But Marvelous Harrison said, you can't live nowhere for free and the older you get, the less people care about you. I was about to say something real, real foul. Y'all want me to say it or should I be nice? You should say it because I want to hear what you were going to say. Now, these are not the thoughts of the wind down show. These are just my thoughts. <laughs> that's, some real, that's some real white people shit. Oh. And the reason I say that is because we come from a culture of caring for someone. And if you can't do, then I will do for you. I will do with you. If you can't, now if you can do, then it's your obligation to do. But if you can't do, then yes, you can live with me for free because you are going to be giving something. And yes, as an adult, I care about you. Yes, I care about 80-year-olds, 90-year-olds. That's, that's that Jim Crow shit. I, I, I mean, that Willie Lynch shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 separate the young from the old. Separate the light from the dark. No, I care about you. You you, you, you are my responsibility just because when you fuck up, it affects me somehow. And we don't see that because we're not connected in that cipher no more. We're linear. We're not circular. We are circular people. 
We need to realize that, no, we are all in this together. So I hear what that person's saying, and their experiences in life led them to that viewpoint. All right, no doubt. But we are a unified people at our core. We do for each other. They used to be rent parties and, and fish fries to get somebody else they rent up. You know what I mean? That's what we do as a people. When we start trying to live up to this European way in this Western society, then we start we, – we, we hustling backwards. We can't live like them. They live in the caves and was one man for one man because it was cold and they had to kill a wildebeest to survive. We picked the fruit off a tree and then picked another one for our brother. That's what we do. So when we're looking at that, that whole paradigm of, oh, the older you get, nobody care about you don't care about your grandmother? That's why your grandmother in the house by her goddamn self and nobody ain't call her in two weeks. That's why I'm going to say when, when, when she had, you know what I'm saying, whatever ailment she had, and it's getting worse, and nobody knew about it, and God forbid she passed away, and it was like, well, what happened? Because nobody cared about her. That's that bullshit. But these are you my, okay, these are my. Um, and I, and I, I, and I, did and I you hear his where voice Ron is coming from. I see it. And because you know, you know, I have an older neighbor who lives downstairs. I. Definitely check on her. Her kids don't come by every day. They don't come by every week. I check on her because I definitely want somebody to check on me if some if I'm by myself. And she does that for me. If I'm gone X amount of days, she keeps an eye on my house. And and if I didn't do that for her and she didn't do that for me, who would we have? Because the rest of my neighbors don't even speak. Exactly. I no, knowing that I I'm the only young well considered young female that lives in this building, and the guys here they don't they don't check and make sure that you get in your house okay. They don't do anything. Like the other night, prime example. Why am I having to walk clean across my parking lot? It's pitch black. Why aren't you all making sure that I have a parking space where I'm supposed to? No, you and your friends are too busy getting high and getting drunk and they're parked in my parking space. I have an issue. Because if something happens to me out here, who's going to call somebody? Now, with my neighbor who lives downstairs, she won't go to sleep until I come in the house. That's sweet. So let's say I've gone out for the night. I've been out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll see her flicker her light to let me know I'm still up waiting on you because these dudes that live here ain't shit. So you have to take care of your older people because nobody else is going to do it. So I don't agree with the older you get, the less people care. No, it's just of having the right people in your life who do care. All right. I like it. Both of y'all are on the same wavelength there. I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know whether to congratulate Ron for saying something that people, normal people would say. But <laughs> it, it can be normal sometimes. So I'm not always sparingly. that other person. Sparingly. Sparingly, he is. Okay, so here's another one. Okay. And this one, I, for some for some reason, I'm, I'm thinking Ron's gonna like this one. He says, um, "This this man says the, the most important thing that he learned is that it does not 
take money to make money. You can leverage time, which, when done properly, leads to money. That that's just another example of a supposed universal law that they lied about. What's your take on that one, Ron? Money is currency. Uh, money is a form of currency. Let me rephrase that. And that means things go around, all right, a current. If you got a shirt on your back, I can give you $800 and you give me that <laughs> shirt on your back. Not not to throw that number out. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I can give just, you money. I mean, it, 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 it just popped out. My bad. I apologize. That wasn't a bus. That wasn't a bus. Um, you can throw money that out. A, that was a rock. Throwing rocks. A bobo. My bad, my bad. But I could pay you a certain amount of money to give you that shirt, right? So that's one form of currency. Or if I know a secret about you, and you don't want nobody else in ugly, or give me that shirt, or I'm gonna tell you about that secret. That's another form of currency, embarrassing somebody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I could be physically stronger than you, and be like, yo, if you don't give me that shirt, I'm busting your ass. That's another form of currency. Or I could have fed your family all last week. I'm like, yo, I need that shirt. Do you mind if I had that? And I give it to you, goodwill. That's another form of currency. Currency comes in multiple forms. It ain't just a dollar. That's goodwill. That's currency. Karma. That's currency. You know what I mean? So, 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 so yes, it don't take money to make money. It takes, you can get money in a multitude of ways. So, so, or you can get things in a multitude of ways. It don't just take money. So, yeah, I agree with that. That, that. that that That's something they want you to be stuck in this paradigm of money rules the world, cash rules everything around me, except me. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. that is what that is. I'm with that. Thank you so much. Something in in that comment uh, that was that that was on Miss Moore Books page told me that you would agree. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, just think about it. There's times you they say ain't nothing in this world free, and if you include time as something that you have to pay, then yes, that's true. If you include energy as something you have to pay, then yes, that's true. But if you're saying money, you know, some things come without paying money. You know what I'm saying? The stars in the sky, you get that for no charge. You know what I'm saying? Making somebody smile, you get that for no charge. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... We need to, money is important in this world we live in. But, you know, that's why we're in such a fucked up world. Thank you again for that, Ron. I appreciate that. Ron, what is, Ron, what is one thing that you know that you're going to have to equip your baby with before you can turn the reins semi-loose? It ain't just one thing, but, I mean, children learn mostly by watching their parents. So I just got to do my shit proper. If I, you know what I'm saying? If I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, she go see everything, and that's all of my she's. She go see what I'm doing, and she go see... 
that 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 daddy did this, daddy did that, and it worked out. Daddy did that, and it didn't work out. Maybe I shouldn't do that. So, you know, we can't be. What they used to say, "Do as I say, not as I do." That shit don't work. You know what I'm saying? Because children go have their own super superhuman complex. So, mommy used to smoke, and and daddy used to smoke. So you tell your child not to smoke. You would say, well, I'm not going to do it like mommy and daddy did it. I'm going to do it different. I ain't going to smoke weed. I'm going to smoke hookah. So daddy and mommy smoke weed. And that's, so I ain't gonna and smoke that's just that. nasty. But it's still, it's going to cause you harm. You know what I mean? So they think, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm going to do it like this. So, but if you leave them the example of not doing it and, and, and show them that, you know, sometimes you could play with your microphone on the on the line. Somebody taking off their shirt or what uh, hell? Somebody getting an eight hundred dollar proposal. <laughs> wow. I was moving around. Okay, I'm sorry, my phone line. I had to move around. Just blow the horn when you run over me with the bus. That's all. Let me hear I'm you sorry. coming. I was I'll moving around myself. so I could take my sleeping pill. Like, you don't understand. I have to sleep at night. I was moving around. Be quiet. I'm okay, sorry. I'm sorry. If you haven't been playing the game and breathing hard in this year, you are one this evening. You are all of the entire asshole. Thank you for your participation. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. You're not, not. You're not sorry. Don't say you're sorry. You're not sorry. Nothing about you're right. you. I'm not sorry. I apologize. apologize. You don't apologize. Right. You don't give a shit about it. Oh well, fuck it. They never want to come right down the line in the second. How about that? How about that? There I'm trying to That's more saying. truth. That's more truthful. Be truthful. Don't lie. You never lie. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what I was thinking about? There's a such thing called alpha male, right? Okay, and I'm I'm not on my, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I am. I, I want to say I'm not on my black people shit, but yes, I am. That's a very... You, you that, get that, off that, of it? Is there ever a time when you're not <laughs> on your black people shit? Right. Is there anything that you're yeah, not? Right. Like, I mean, isn't that like 24-7 black people stuff? Yeah, it's always. I guess. I guess. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't, ain't nothing never wrong with that. Twenty-four. If more people that was melanated was on there 24-7, we'd be in a better place. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, that whole alpha male thing, right? And the alpha male, they say that two alpha males can't be in the room together because then it'd be a conflict. And I say to myself, that's some more bullshit because that's another Western way of thinking. Mm-hmm. When, when you are one that contributes to the whole, you realize you don't have all the goddamn answers. So if I'm dominant in this aspect and another dominant brother walks into the room, I'm secure enough for myself to be like, you You know what? You do that shit, homie. You know what I'm saying? Handle yours and lead us where we need to lead in this aspect because you got something over me. That don't necessarily mean that I'm not alpha or you're not alpha. That's some bullshit. That whole alpha male thing where you have to be the one in control. You have to dominate. You have to be the one on the top of the totem pole. Why? 
There's certain seasons for everything. And if your season is over, that don't take away from your dominance. That don't take away from your ability to contribute. That don't take away from that. You still have that. You still left that mark. Without, you know what I'm saying, one, you can't get to two. But one can't want to be one all the time because then we'll never get to ten. And even if you get to ten, you need a zero next to you, you know what I'm saying, to to, to help you be that. So that whole alpha so male. So you're saying alpha you need a zero? Female, you need a zero? Listen, I have no problem being zero. You know what I'm saying? Zero is circular. You know what I'm saying? Without zero, you know what I'm saying? There's so many things you can never get. You know what I'm saying? The, the numbers are zero through nine. So, I mean, zero is actually the first number. So don't get me started, mother. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> my whole thing is when we get caught up into this whole dynamic of being an alpha male and and, 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 and saying to yourself that I have to dominate, I have to be in control all the time, I have to be the V-man, that's, that's not a cooperative way of thinking. And if I know something, so, we are a cooperative. So I got to go here. I got to go here because this is how I wind down. Um, does, um, we go there. We go there and, and we stay there. So I'm going there. Um, so you said that there can be alpha men and they can all work together and that this has to be a collaborative effort and once we move forward, we need all kinds. And so that brings me to my next question for you, Ron. Yeah, question. So are you saying that there is room for all men at the table, even the men who are a little bit more feminine that um, maybe prefer men, but to bring their um, strength to the table and be represented and counted as a man. Did you just hear me breathe hard? Did you hear that? I, 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 I just had to, had to exhale real quickly. Um, as a human, okay. we all deserve respect, and I get that. Okay. That whole homosexuality okay. thing, that's something a little different to me because I look at it as Brother Umar looks at it, that that, to me, is a mental retardation, for lack of a better word. That is a, you know what I'm saying? If you are not dealing with what the Most High gave you and you want to switch sides, for lack of a better term, that tells me that something is wrong with you. Most of the men that I know of that are homosexual ties in some way as a young male, okay, that trauma needs to be dealt with. But just how... A, a, a child with Down syndrome comes to a man or a woman with Down syndrome needs to be respected as a human. You don't disrespect somebody because of their limitations of, or their afflictions. Now, we have to ask ourselves, are you living that way or are you trying to push that way of life on me? If you live in that way and you're not pushing it on me, then we can be cooperative and we can work together. And I have no issue with that. I, I disagree with the way that you're living your lifestyle. It's your life. So you have that right, but you don't have the right to infringe upon other people's lives with that non cipher way of thinking. That being said, if, if you are a, 
Are you influenced by other aspects that don't lead us to our goal? Some people would say that Bear Rustin was influencing Martin Luther King in a negative way. And then once Martin Luther King stopped being influenced by Bear Rustin, he started thinking about us on a national, or excuse me, on a, on a global scale, financially, and things of that nature. When Brother King started going on his own, and then they killed him. But if he kept listening to the to the homosexual, maybe he would still be living today. I don't know. I can't answer those questions. I wasn't there. But to answer your specific question, can I work with a homosexual to? advance us as a people? Absolutely. Do they have certain skills that other men may not have? Absolutely. Listen, it's rare that you find a broke gay person. They have ways to get some paper. I don't know how they be doing it. They they, they, they stay with us, you know what I'm saying, some avenue to get some money. I don't know what it is, and I ain't going to go down that road. But <laughs> I have no issue with you working towards a common goal of us sharing certain interests. If your interest is the the elevation of us as a people, then we can work together, we shall work together, that's not a problem. If you have different interests, then I don't know about that, homie. You 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 you, you, you gotta go back down to the basement and get you know what I'm saying, we acclimated to what we're doing and then come up to the first floor. But um that's me of of course, you know. So Yes, those men deserve to be respected, and they have a certain skill set and talent. Then yes, let them use it. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. We're here for the end result. We're not here for the in between. But if 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 your agenda is to switch my children or to uh, uh, influence those men who are on the fence and things of that nature, then no, I, I I'm not riding with that. But you know. So, I mean, it, 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 it's a convoluted answer to your question, but, you know, but sometimes. I mean, I I appreciate the mixed um, direction that that answer took, simply because it does demonstrate that you are thinking more of more than just your your sexual preference. And I think sometimes, we do that. I mean, we think of our sexual preference, and then we count out people because their sexual preference isn't the same as ours, and we kind of over, uh, kind of glaze over what it is that they're even offering us. Sometimes they're not offering to be your sexual partner; they're just saying, "Hey, this is a skill set that I possess, and I um, y'all don't y'all need that. Y'all don't have that already. So, would you mind if I did that for you?" And they might be the I'm, best I'm, fundraisers ever. Right. They might I mean, be able I to raise something else up on somebody too. That's it. I knew that was coming next. I, I was trying to push past it. <laughs> Wait, so look, so I just got a text, right? The text said update. We now have two hundred members. Good job. Thank you for spreading the word. Hashtag Candace Alerts. So they just sent me a, a, a text. And it's 200 people that's in that community right now. If our listeners and, and, and those who see us online, if we could get it up to 225 by tomorrow, that would be gangster. That's awesome. I just posted it. I didn't even tell people a whole lot about it. I, I posted it and just, you know, a couple few words and 
So those of you who are listening or watching the live and those of you who saw the text or the post and you just said, check it. Shamor said do it, it must be awesome. Thank you. Because we gotta take care of us. Um we used to. We used to take care of us. We used to not need anything from anyone and that's when they drop bombs on our shit. So I mean, you know, take for what's worth. But we are definitely capable of being self Oh, now you're in your black shirt, too. Let me find out you're in your black shirt, too. I, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. I'm not even supposed to be talking about none of that. Ross, keep us... Stop straying from the topic, Ron. You know I got ADD. I can't necessarily stay on one topic. My bad. Yeah. That's just something the doctors told you. Hey, you really ain't got that. You can focus. <laughs> That's a bullshit, too. You know, what they said... Um, ADHD. But this, I forget what homie said it was. But basically, no daddy at home syndrome is what that is. You need an ass whooping. <laughs> For some of them, uh, they do need some kind of form of accountability. That's what a real daddy at home is—is is accountability system. You know, because even if you take some of these daddy's belts away, just the fact that I said, boy. What you say to me? Check them up. They don't even need you to prove it. They just like nothing. I say nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm Remember talking about. Say, we need those moments. I'm gonna tell your father when he get home. No, uh, they don't even say that no more. First of all, that motherfucker either on the couch playing Xbox or either yes. he ain't coming home. He won't fuck with us no more. Yes. Yes. Say that right there. Say that. I agree. Those ain't the okay. only two options. Those ain't the only. You you do have a, a bunch of fathers who are there. Let me not say that those are the only two options. Let me not. No, no, like no. That. That's not the only two options. And I didn't agree with that part. I mean, just the fact that that the sad thing is that that's some realities. And then you got the um, sons thinking that you know all I aspire to is have the next two K or whatever, whatever's going to be the next group of games. And that's it. They come they come talking about shoes and games, and you're like, baby, you don't think about anything more than that? You don't think about nothing else? You know, that's, that's what scares me. I want the baby to think about something else. Make your own damn shoe. Okay. Sorry. You know what? You know my soapbox, but. So, no, no, get back on that bitch. Get back, get right back on that bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I, wait, hold on. I can't say goddamn, but you can say Jesus Christ. What the <laughs> blood? I don't understand this. That's me calling him to come down and sit beside me. So he can sit right next to our. Mm, come sit beside me. Yep, come on, sit down beside me because I'm going to need you to hold my hand through all of this. That's a real well, selfish shit. I think somebody else needs Jesus a little hey, more than got, you at this present seconds. moment. Hey, we got seconds. I need to say this. So next week, guys, we do have um, a guest, so we have to act a little decently for at least Who we got? Who we got? Who we got? We have Ebony Hardy, who is an author. You're more than welcome to 
come on my page and see where where Ebony is and what she does. So Ebony Hardy, she is on Facebook. You can look her up. She's coming to talk about her new project. She has a book coming out, and she's going to use this time on our show to do some promotion and to give us some inside scoop about what it is that she does in her writing. So we're going to sit down and, and engage with Ebony. And Ebony also has um, a blog talk show, and um, she said something really nice to me about that. And I'll let her talk a little bit more about that next week. So next week we will. What she said? What she said? What she said? She's going to tell us. She's going to tell us next week. I'm going to let her say because if I say it, you're going to say I'm lying. So join us next week and um, come learn about Arthur Ebony Hardy with us. And Ron is going to behave. Because you don't do that all the time. And so sometimes people need to know that you're going to do right. It's always fair to tell people that you do plan to behave. People don't want to hear that shit. Mm. Mm. That's what I needed. That's what I needed, Iman. I needed short. Mm -mm -mm. Listen, she over there with Jesus. She ain't got no time for us. You know what? Listen, I have been over here all night long, on time. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you took your shirt off, so Jesus over there looking at your top top? No, I did not take my shirt off. I said I was moving around to go get my... Turn this off. No, This is not for... No. No. Oh, my goodness. I am too young for this. I'm she just saying, before you, you were doing all that moving around, all I did was move to find something. Oh, my goodness. I am not, not participating. I'm not showing all my shoulders other. today. I'm not showing on my oh. shoulders. You just make sure you go back. Oh, there's the bus. There's a bus. That was the second time that bus <laughs> hit my ass, and it was no warning. This time it was my girl driving. I ain't saying nothing bad to Marsh. I ain't doing that to her. She tripped for herself. She laughed, man. She's like, ah, I'm the bus driver. Yeah, I need some music. I need some music. I just want to drown y'all out. The bus is always driven over me. Ron, you know that she always drives that bus over me. That's your time, you know what I'm saying? Listen, listen to this bullshit. That's why she is down there that juke joint letting people rub on her. <laughs> I'm just trying to make everybody go. I'm going to call her Shook Sally instead of Shook Avery. Shook Sally. <laughs> okay, Sal. And at this time, we're going to call it a night. Say good night, everybody. Sally, why are you trying to put us out? I'm putting y'all off the damn bus. Everybody has put us to get off, off the bus. The bus, the, hey, the bus don't stop. And y'all going to be sitting there for until the morning. Because <laughs> the drive board and the new joint. And to drink. So who's going to take us home? <laughs> 
Mm-mm. I'm not getting on the bus with you. Before we go, I want to say, ladies, thank you. This has been a very, you know, informative show this evening. Y'all um express yourselves on womanhood and manhood, and I'm sure we can go on for another three hours, but we're not going to do that because the bus is, you know what I'm saying, parking. But um, At the juke joint. At the ju- at the bus at the juke joint. Ain't that some ish? But, um, <laughs> yeah, this is... This is one of those shows. Remember, we had a call and asked about what we do. We try to spread some light, you know, on manhood, womanhood, fuckery, all that. We spread light on every corner of the room. So um, thank you all for having this, 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 this show. This was very, you know, inspiring. It, it, it got me titillated. Oh, well, I was just saying you went home with your titillated ass because I don't know how to say titillation in rhyme. I mean, you did just make a new baby. You got a new human, so. Yeah, but I got a couple more weeks. And I can't get none. It's some bullshit. That's a, that whole six-week <laughs> shit. That's some bullshit. They fucking around with my baby. Then, then you're going to mess around and have another baby. Then, then your baby's going to be nine months apart. And y'all be celebrating. No, I've seen people do stuff like that. Like, why is your child one in nine months? What? <laughs> That's some real bullshit. You got a you got a one or two and a three year old. What the what fuck? Do? Did you not let your, you your cat way. heal up? Like you let your cat heal up a little bit. Oh, did you have to call it a cat? <laughs> I mean, I could have said that. Oh, oh, see the problem with cat being overly petted. Don't touch the cat anymore, please. Please don't. You're rubbing all the fur off of the cat. It is a careless cat now. Leave the cat alone. Wait till the doctor says it's okay. And then don't steal, don't do it. Yeah, then still don't do it without stuff because you still, you're fertile. I don't know what is right there at the beginning. You're fertile. Leave the cat alone. Say goodnight, Iman, you're starting to talk about cats. I don't know, but long as she ain't got a toothache, we all good. Say <laughs> what? Oh, God. Say good say, say night, everyone. Say good night, everyone. This you going to get drunk and the mom tells somebody to put their ass on me. <laughs> I'll meet you at the door. <laughs> <laughs>